Hello and welcome to Miss Bossy Boots. My name is Stacey Morgan and I'm the Principal of Port Macquarie Performing Arts, a dance studio on the mid-north coast of New South Wales and I'm thrilled to be joining you today for my second All Alone episode. Of course, Jane was with us last week talking about the thoughts that keep us small and this week I'm going to be following on from the last episode that I did back in April that was talking all about the things in business that cause you the most stress. Now, if you missed that episode, I totally encourage you to go back and and, uh, have a listen, but I will run you through a recap just in case you you missed it and you want to continue listening to this episode. Talking about the five causes of stress in business, number one was you get too big too fast. We talked about, you know, not um, growing and and taking on that growth, but not putting the right um, processes in place and having the right people, sitting in the right seats on the bus, as Jim Collins would say. No cash flow. Of course, cash is king in business, so it's terribly stressful when you don't have enough cash. Not having the right systems in place and making sure that you have policies and procedures for all of the things associated with your business is so incredibly important. Number four was you've hired a team of use, which is so use. Miss Christie will be laughing at that, one of my um, team members, because she knows that use is one of my most hated words. But what I mean is when you hire a team of people the same as you. So you don't want to have a team full of people who are exactly like you. You want to have a team that has varying strengths and lots of different things that they enjoy doing so that you um, have lots of colours in your rainbow, which is always important when it comes to your team. And number five was you have no plan. A very stressful part of business. If you are going into business without a plan, just hoping that people will come through the door and buy your product or take on your service. So today we're going to be talking about the other things that were on our that were on my list that are the five causes of stress in business because, of course, my business journey has been quite transparent with you Miss Bossy Boots listeners. You've been there all along the way, uh, learning as I've been learning and hearing the challenges that I've been facing and celebrating the wins with me. But of course, uh, sitting down and thinking about all of the things that caused me stress, especially in those early days, um, I'm hoping that by doing that and then being able to share it with you, that you will be able to avoid uh, some of the mistakes that I made along the way when it comes to working in your business and working on your business. So number six in the um, the things that cause stress in business is you have no vision or values on which to base your decisions. Now, you know I can talk all day about vision and mission and values and I absolutely do. If you want to hear um, all about how I feel about vision and mission and values, you can listen to my podcast, How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life, because I've done several episodes on vision and mission and values there. But, you know, I completely love getting sucked into a com- to a company um, that has great values and that has a great mission, um, something that aligns with myself and how I feel about the world. It's always, you know, I'm always willing to spend that extra bit of money or to go to the other side of town or to, you know, to step out of my comfort zone when it comes to finding um, one of those really great businesses. So I really encourage you to spend some time thinking about your vision and mission and values because it will alleviate so many stresses when it comes to your business. Now, I know that when you get started in business, you kind of, you think about these things, vision and mission and values as a bit of a luxury. Like you think, well, you know, I'll sit down and write whatever my mission statement will be when my business is legit or when I have this many customers or when I make this much revenue. But if your values don't align 
with the people that you have on your team, the people you have working with you, the products that you're selling or the services that you're offering, it's going to be really hard for your business to be successful because there will be that misalignment. Um, And you really don't want that in business, especially in those early days. And if you've got as far as you've got up until this point without having a really clear understanding of of your personal values and your company values um, and what your vision and mission for the business um, and for your impact on the world is, then people aren't... going to have a really hard time buying into that and therefore wanting to you know to to cross to the other side of town to buy from you so it's really important to be able to articulate to your team and to your customers what your vision is for your business and what the values are that are driving you forward because once you put these in place making decisions just becomes that much easier because you have a value system for around which all the decisions are based. So um, you can, it's, it's like having your own filter system. You don't have to spend so much time thinking about making decisions. You know, as a business owner, we get decision fatigue so often because so much of our our life in the business is making decisions about the business and, and that's exhausting. So you want to be able to have a value system that you can filter things through and you can filter situations through um, to be able to make the decision-making part of your job really, really easy. Because you need to be able to, like if you're the captain of the ship, if you're you're the business owner and it's your baby, you want to be able to steer it in the direction that you want to go rather than just kind of going out there in the ocean and hoping for the best. It means that you don't have those long nights being kept up, struggling over this decision or that decision or what, you know, should we step up and have this growth? Should we hire that person? Should we um, stop selling that product? You know, those are the 4am questions. Those are the things that keep you up at late, late at night and, and the things that then don't make you as productive during the day. So I really encourage you to spend some time on mission, vision and values because it's a game changer for your business. And I must say that once you discover and develop and curate that mission and vision and values, it's really important that you then communicate it and you then share it. It It's one thing to create it and then stick it in a drawer and then, you know, go, okay, well, when it comes time to enter business awards, I'll pull that piece of paper out of the drawer and, and be able to include it in my submission. And it's a completely different thing to be able to not put it in the drawer at all and instead stick it on your email signature, get it printed out on stickers and put it up on the wall. Make sure that it's, you know, announced at the start of every staff meeting. Make sure that, um, you know, it's on the bottom of every invoice. Those things go a long way in terms of communicating and in terms of making sure that your all of the stakeholders in your business have buy-in to what you're doing and what you're trying to create. So when you do get the time to sit down and create your vision and mission and values, don't just put it aside. Make sure that you are um, you develop a communication plan that goes alongside of it so that everybody gets to hear about it because it will make a massive difference in your business and really um, take away that stress of people being unsure. You know, people want people want control, they want certainty, they want to know what's going on. So tell them, write it down, and then let everybody know about it. Shout it from the rooftops. Okay, number seven in the things that cause so much stress in your business is that you're doing all of the doing. So as the business owner, of course, the buck stops with you, but it doesn't actually mean that you have to do every little thing. You want to have people in the business that are going to help share the load. Now, of course, you're going to be managing the people that are going to be taking on all of these tasks and you you, you know, you're going to be giving regular feedback and ensuring their systems in place to get things done appropriately, but you don't want to be the person that micromanages absolutely everything. As a leader of a team, you need to be able to 
create the position descriptions and create the KPIs and to be able to inspire people to want to do a good job. But then you need to step back and you need to be able to trust and have faith in your employees to perform the roles that you've hired them them for. If you find that you're still the person buying the toilet paper and you're the person that's refilling um, the toilet paper in the toilets all the time, then, you know, in order for your business to grow and in order for you to take some of the stress out of your business, it's time to make a change. Um, I once had to stop teaching a class, um, like a, a room full of children. So there's children standing in front of me in first position and they're standing beautifully and they're ready to do the next exercise. Um because somebody came in and said, we've run out of toilet paper. And I was the only person that knew where the box was. And I was the only person that knew how to get to the box and what to climb over back in the back in those days we had. Um, and my office was just completely a tip for absolutely everything to be stored in. But I was the only person that could do that job. And that is just like crazy. And I think back on that day, because I can, you know, I can still see it clearly as anything in my mind and the faces of this like poor disappointed children that had to stop their lesson halfway through because Miss Stacy had to go and um, refill the toilet paper. It was a massive lesson for me. And, you know, if that's you in your business, then, you know, it's important to be able to delegate some jobs and to be able to step back and allow people to be able to do it um, to the best of their ability. You know, in business, I thought for a really long time that if I wasn't doing everything, if I wasn't the person buying the toilet paper, cleaning the toilets, vacuuming the floors, um, taking the money, doing the invoices, ensuring the marketing was done, managing the team, doing the hiring, absolutely every aspect of my business, then I wasn't a real business owner. But I can tell you that we're now 11 years into the business and it's been a very long time since I've changed the toilet paper and that's a really great thing because changing the toilet paper is not the best use of my time and I have fabulous people who do that so that I can spend the time that I need on the things that I'm really good at and the things that move the business forward. So have a think about the things that are on your to-do list. Maybe they're things that are regularly on your to-do list just like the toilet paper and maybe they are things that you know that you do them seasonally. Perhaps you're writing the Christmas cards. Um things like that that are not your strength and that take a lot of your time are there some things in your business that you can be delegating to other people and then giving them the autonomy to then go and do that job without standing over their shoulder and checking that they're doing it correctly every time because if you spend time working on your strengths then your business is going to be more successful and you're going to take that element of stress out of your business as well of course we're not always going to have people do the job to the same level that we do it. People are not going to care as much about our business as we do. Um, And that's a really important lesson to learn in business that you will have incredible, loyal, um, passionate, awesome employees. And and I'm incredibly lucky to have a whole team full of people like that. Um, And I hope that you do too. But at the end of the day, none of them will care about your business as much as you care about your business. So it's really important that you put the right people in the right areas, you work to your strengths, and then everybody together can help move the business forward. Number eight in the things that um, make your business more stressful than it needs to be is you're not taking care of yourself. Now, don't roll your eyes when you hear this because I know you're running down the street or you're driving your car and you're thinking yeah 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 I'll I'll have time for myself later I'll have time for myself when I get to I'll have time for myself once I've achieved this or earned this amount of money or the kids are this age but actually as a business owner you have a lot of people relying on you if you're not taking care of yourself 
um, then not only are you not putting yourself in the best position to steer the ship in the direction that you want to go, um, but you also are being a terrible role model for those people that are around you. And that was the big wake-up call for me. Like it was one thing for me to say, okay, I don't have time to look after myself because I'm so busy and so stressed running my business and I, everybody needs me to do that, blah, blah, blah. But when it got pointed out to me that actually I have – um, an incredible team and an incredible community of dance families and da- young dancers that are looking up to me and, and that I am a mentor to. And when they see me running myself into the ground, what kind of message am I telling them? And then, of course, you know, even harder hitting, what kind of message is that telling Lucinda? And so that was like a whoa <laughs> moment for me because, you know, my gorgeous friend Jane Gretsch talks all the time about filling up your own cup before you have the chance to serve others and business is about serving it's about serving your team it's about serving your community it's about serving your customers it's about serving your clients so you will get stressed and you will get overwhelmed and you will get burnt out if you actually don't take care of yourself and at at that point where you feel completely run down and completely empty that's when you know disaster strikes if you don't have anything to help fill other people up and they just throw their hands in the air and quit and walk away. It's it's so important to look after the people around you, but you cannot look after the people around you unless you're looking after yourself. So I know you've heard the message before. I'm hoping that um, the message gets to a point where it sinks in with you because it is so important to take care of yourself and to make sure that you mark time in your calendar every week to do something that is important to you. And that's different for everybody. It might be a bubble bath. It might be a massage. It might be a cup of tea. It might be getting up five minutes earlier and stepping outside and, you know, looking up into the sky and listening to the birds. It might be watching a movie. It might be watching reruns of 30 Rock, which for me at the moment, that seems to be my unwind unwind thing because I'm creating so much content at the moment. Um, of course, I've got my podcast going. I'm back in um, the saddle for Miss Bossy Boots as well. We've got a, a video series coming out. I'm working with my Thrive Masterminders. And in addition to all of that, um, we are also in the middle of competition season for the ballet school. So there's a lot of stuff going on. So I have to mark it in my calendar. I have to say, this is the time when I'm doing these things. And what I also have found really helpful is not just marking time for self-care, but marking time for nothing marking that time where you don't actually have anything on your schedule. So if you need to work, you can work. If you need to bath, you can bath. If you need to go down the street and make sure that there's groceries in the fridge, then you can do that. So whatever works for you, whatever fills you up, whatever you know lights you up, you need to make time for that. And that's super important when it comes to running your business and making sure that you don't get completely stressed um, and completely burnt out from running your business because we all know that can happen. The ninth thing on my list is a bit of a prickly topic and it's all about team and it's all about um, drama and I, you know, my going saying is, you know, I run a dance school, not a drama school, so whenever I, you know, drama tries to creep in, I'm the first to go, ah, nope, no, <laughs> we're a dance school, not a drama school. Um But it's so easy when you're working with a lot of people, you're working with team, you're working with clients, you're working with customers. Um, There's various stakeholders in your business and it's really easy to buy into the drama, especially in the early days because you do have that sense of, well, I need to, you know, the customer is always right. I do need to serve everybody. But actually, 
um, when you're thinking about it, and you know, Richard Branson talks about this all the time. It's not your customers you have to look after; it's your team you have to look after. If you look after your team, then they'll look after your customers for you. So, if you are hiring people that share your vision and your values, then you you really shouldn't have too many drama HR issues. Um, but dealing with difficult people is is part of part of the it's part of the game. It's something that we signed up for, and you know. The, the best advice I have is to find people that you can put in your world, in your circle, and that is not just your team, but it's your customers and your clientele as well. Find people whose values are aligned with yours because that will minimise, immediately that will minimise so much stress in your business because you will have people that get you and that get what you're trying to build. Um, but it takes guts to be able to have difficult conversations with um, when you find that you do have people in your circle that aren't aligned with your values. So one of my values is simplicity and that doesn't necessarily mean easy, but it, it means that I don't like unnecessary fluff or drama or theatrics. I like my drama on stage, not behind the scenes and definitely not in the studio. So hiring the right team is really important. Um, staying true to my vision and values is really important. I mean, I've made a lot of customers angry making decisions that are based on our values or that are based on our policies and procedures, but that haven't suited customers. And so they've, you know, moved themselves on and moved themselves out of my business when they've realized that they're actually not aligned with what we've got going on. And in the beginning, I thought that was like the worst thing ever. But the more I learn and the more I grow, it's actually the best thing because then other people rise they don't feel like they can't be heard because somebody else is, you know, making too much noise, like somebody else is the squeaky wheel. Um, people can rise together. People can be united because they they share those values and they share that common, that common vision. And whilst it takes guts and you have to put your big girl panties on sometimes and have those conversations, um, it's, it's so worth making sure that you have the right people on the bus and the right people around you that are sharing those values because then you just eliminate all of the drama and all of the fluff and any of the extra stuff that you've got going on. So don't be afraid to, um, to hire slow and to fire fast and to give, in a very nice way, people alternatives. If you find that they, people are not a good match for what you're doing, um, then I'm sure there are competitors in town or across town or internationally that you can recommend that they go and try out that may be more suited for their needs. And number 10 is the the unknown and the uncertain. So there's there's no avoiding that uncertainty in business. There are always going to be things that come around the corner and just completely shock you. I mean, we're living in a post-pandemic world, talk about completely shocked and having no idea what's going on. But in addition to that, you know, here in Australia, we've had bushfires and we had to close down the school for, for several days for that. Just recently, we've had floods and we had to close down for that as well and go back to Zoom classes. So there, there is always uncertainty. But if you can be prepared by doing everything in your power to communicate well during those times of uncertainty, then you end up weathering the storm Oh, I didn't mean to say that. That's a, that's a, an unintended pun, but it's also um, a bit insensitive. So you end up being able to get from one side to the other um, a little bit more easily if you are as prepared as you possibly can be. And that communication is key. Communicating with your team, communicating with um, your community, with your customers, with your clients, clients, making sure that everybody really understands um, 
what is happening because the lack of communication really embeds fear in people. And and I said before that people like to like control. They like to know what's going on. They like reassurance. So no one is their best self when they're acting from a position of fear. And sometimes things do go wrong and some things are challenging, but you need to be as straight up as possible and, and straightforward with your communication. It's a great way to ensure that the situation is as, you know, there's as little stress as possible as part of the situation. Um, that's part of being a leader. You know, you need to give reassurance and give guidance and 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 step up into that role that you um, that that you have and that you are taking on because it's about not just the good times but the bad times as well. You need to have faith in yourself that you know what's best for your business and that you need to be able to guide people through those. Um, those moments when it's not necessarily all peaches and cream. So they are my things that you can avoid um, the most common causes of business stress. Number one was you get too big too fast. Number two was there's no cash flow and cash is king. So you've got to make sure you know where that money is coming from. You don't have the right systems and procedures was number three. Number four was you've hired a team that looks exactly the same as you or has the same skill set as you. Number five was you have no plan. Number six was you have no vision or values and we to base your decisions. Number seven was you're doing all of the doing, including all of the toilet papering. You don't need to do that. Um, Number eight was you're not taking care of yourself. Number nine was you're buying into all of the unnecessary drama. And number 10 was you're not prepared and you're not communicating well during the unknown or the uncertain. I'm hoping that the recap of those and that me working my way through those has been helpful for you and for your business. Of course, I'm talking about stuff like this all the time on simplystacymorgan.com. If you're not on my newsletter, I would love you to be. Please um, go to my website now and subscribe because I I only put out a, a newsletter every month, but it's kind of a mix of things that I'm listening to, things that I'm reading, things that I've learned, things that I'm working on with my coaching clients. So quite often I find that for some reason the stars align and I will find myself answering the same questions or talking through the same challenges with different clients from different industries. And, you know, you don't often think that a dance studio owner and a plumber would have the same issues, but when it comes down to the crux of it, you know, those business issues are quite are quite global and and they they come up quite often so I I often try and tackle one of those in the newsletter as well and it's just a really good place to be able to find out what is going on and what is coming up next and of course we um, also promote our Miss Bossy Boots episodes in the newsletter too so I hope you can head over to simplystacymorgan.com and make sure that you're on the newsletter if you're listening to this and you are loving it please make sure that you subscribe and share the episode with any of your business besties any of your friends that you know would get something out of it if you are listening and you've got some takeaways I'd love to hear about them jump into our group on um, Facebook the how to run a successful business and still have a life Um, it's a Facebook group that that I'm active in, that I'm talking in all the time, that um, some of our fabulous business owners that are in there are also sharing their challenges and their wins. I'd love to hear your takeaways from this episode. If you want to jump in and do some work on your vision and mission and values, because of course you've just learned how that can take out stress from your business, then um, Simply Business Accelerator is a program that we kicked off last month that we're we're going to be continuing um, next month with our brand new topic, which is um, work-life balance and goal setting. So if you you are in the middle of your year and you're thinking, you know, there are some things that you really want to, um, some goals you really want to kick and things that you really want to get done, but between now and Christmas, then that would be perfect for you. You can enroll on simplystacymorgan.com. Um, 
I must say.com. It's on the website. Um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, please make sure you do. I'm at Simply Stacey Morgan. If you uh, take a screenshot of this episode of Miss Bossy Boots that you're listening to and post it on your Insta story, please make sure you tag the Miss Bossy Boots podcast on Instagram and tag Simply Stacey Morgan as well. Don't forget to follow on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts to my brand new podcast, How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. We're currently tackling how to make sure that you are setting your goals quarterly and then how to turn those goals into action steps and how to get those action steps on your to-do list. So if you are a fan of productivity and want to get more done with the time that you have, then you will love where the podcast is at the moment. Uh, Search for it wherever you listen to your podcasts, How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. I would love to hear your takeaways. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our next episode, I'll be coming up with a special guest, but hopefully um, you are enjoying all of the the takeaways from all of our our differing Miss Bossy Boots episodes as part of this very special season too. Take care of yourselves and uh, find some time for some self-care to be looking after yourself so that you can fill up your own cup and therefore um, be able to serve your team and your customers and your clients well this week. Have a good one. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production.